This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports, but they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one-price, any-design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like Rebel Fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same, and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Own your look, own the game. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow, up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Tuesday, October 2nd. This is the second time we're going through this. Ken and Hal's here. We released this one a couple days later because of the Ron Duguay episode. Ron, thanks for coming on. Uh, Hal, how's everything going, man? Pretty good. Um, this is take two of the podcast. We only got about 30 seconds in to the first prep podcast before we realized we were co- I was coming in too hot. So I'm going to tone it down a bit. Um, yeah, man, you, you interviewed Ron Duguay. You went into Ked's Corner, dude. I was a... That was a pretty special moment for me, honestly. Like, I don't know, Ron Ron Duguay. He's been on MSG for for twelve years. He's a big part of the Rangers. Now he's not there anymore. Kind of sucks, but uh, I I want to get somebody from the Bruins on who would be the equivalent to somebody like Ron Duguay. So if if we had to pick one person from the Bruins that we could get on here that you think that we could get on here that'd be somewhat equivalent, who would it be? Um. I don't. I on. I honestly don't know. Uh, people. I people would say Sanderson's the same as Duguay. Duguay still has his youthful energy about him, though. So I think it was more. It's uh a little more enjoyable. I don't. I don't know. You said Jack Edwards. I mean, Jack Edwards is. I, I guess they're in the same category because they're both kind of like. Uh, it's a part of the culture. You know what I mean? Yeah, big time. So, so yeah, I guess that would be the closest. I, I, all right, fair enough. Um, we are going to talk about the Pacific Division, NHL in the news. We have a voicemail from Patty B, who's back. We have a Twitter question. We're doing the whole the whole kit and caboodle. So, NHL in the news, let's go. All right, so this week some serious shit happened in the in the in the world of mascots. The Philadelphia Flyers unleashed this thing called Gritty. Uh. I mean, so since since he's been around, uh, Yori Leterra has been somewhat involved in a two kilogram of cocaine case. Uh, he's dumped popcorn on a fan. He's laid out goalies during the mid uh, intermission like thing that they have going on. I'm pretty sure somebody told me that he jumped through a table. So Gritty's on the he's on a fucking warpath right now. There's a lot of back and forth. I'm, I kind of like it. What What do you have on Gritty? What do you have going on there? Yeah, so, I mean, it's a toss. It's funny. When the pictures first came out, um, everyone on Twitter was like, oh, my God, 
what is going on in the Flyers marketing department? Like, what a bunch of squids. Yeah. Um, and then they just let him out of his cage, and all of a sudden he became a fan favorite. Yeah. Um, so all of a sudden it's like, you know what, maybe that marketing team knew exactly what they were doing. I'm going to say this, though. I just don't want it to get to Gritty's head. Um, he needs to keep it up with the antics. Like, they need to be weekly. Like, I need I need weekly videos. Um, they can't get juvenile, though. Like, they have to stay no, a part no. of, of the Flyers' fabric. He has that edge to him. He's got that rawness yeah. uh, that a lot of a lot of mascots miss. I will say this: uh, growing up in upstate New York, we when the Phantoms were there, oh. I mean they had they had all time mascots. Flex, Flex. Uh, <laughs> superhero. I mean that dude rode around in like pickup trucks. I uh, Flex was tough, and then they came out with something very similar to Gritty. Do you remember that thing's name? That thing was too kid-friendly, though. If, if you guys are listening to this podcast, do me a favor and pause it, and then go on YouTube and look up uh, either Adirondack Thunder or Adirondack Flames mascot tryouts. It is one of the funniest videos of all time. It's all these people from, like, Glens Falls going in, trying out to be the mascot. It's awesome. Speaking of Adirondack, I saw a picture on Barstool's Instagram page, and it's, like, this this big-ass dude with a, with a mullet. And then he has like a, a little son who's like a little bit overweight and he has a mullet too. They look identical. And the kid's probably like eight years old and he's wearing an Adirondack Thunder shirt. So shout so, out to Glens Falls, New York. Yeah. Um, Heritage Hall. So I don't know, man. What do you what do you have on Gritty? I feel like He embodies like what the Flyers do. Like that's 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 it's a perfect mascot, right? Like if if anything, I would have made him look dirtier than the way he looks right now. Right now he, he looks kind of freaky. But I would kind of want some dirt on it. I, I would want I want him to be rugged. I think, other than that, the antics that he has going on right now, I think he's killing the game. I don't. To be honest with you, though, if you if you ask me if other teams have mascots in the NHL, there probably are some, but I just I wouldn't know who or what they were. Yeah, the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning have that like insect. Like I think half the teams have mascots. I think the way the sum up gritty is that, like. Intermission entertainment usually for me is like go take a piss and like grab two beers and go back to your seat before the period starts. Um, but gritty, gritty is something I might stick around to watch. Like I think I think if I had a couple of drinks in me and I was like with my friends or my dad at a game and gritty came on the ice, like I'd get fired up. Yeah, either that or like you go take a piss, get a beer, and you come back and there's like cops everywhere because like gritty, gritty went a little bit too far. Yeah, yeah. I hope I hope he yeah I hope he does well. Uh, well, well, I'm glad that you hope he does well. Um, but here, here's another thing that happened with the Flyers. Uh, Yori Laterra has been connected to like some like cocaine thing over in Finland. Two, I think it's two kilograms of cocaine. There was a list of however many people. I think, I think they said it was it was like coming from his house. I'm not entirely sure. He's denied it. The Flyers said they looked into it. I'm pretty sure something like along the lines of that. Uh, what do you have on this, dude? Like, did you see Yori Laterra being a being a coke guy? Yeah, I don't. Allegedly, I don't know. Allegedly, sorry. Um, I don't know, dude. I just I woke up. I forget what day this broke, but I woke up and I did the last thing I expected to see that was that like I think the headline was like Yori Laterra's like uh, Lakeside Cottage in Finland gets raided by like the Finnish feds. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what a world. <laughs> What a headline. I don't know, man. I Having a cottage in Finland sounds sick. I have no <laughs> yeah, idea if it actually man. is. But I bet you that's probably a cool time. No, like, I I don't know. Like, 
I'm not a, I'm not a politics guy. I don't know law. I don't know anything. Like, can he just like not go back home and like be all right? <laughs> yeah, just just turn off your your Finnish phone and just pretend yeah. like nothing's going on. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't think I think they would probably just show up to a rink. Like, I don't. I'm not sure either. Although I feel like Finland's one of those countries where like the prisoners like live in a field and like go to the village together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think it's more of a cult than it is a prison. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know, man. I, oh, I, good luck to him. Hopefully he's innocent. Yeah. Just like out of all the flyers, would you have pegged him? Uh, I don't know, man. I, the only reason it might make sense is because he was making like that Finnish league money all these years. Like he wasn't making millions and millions. Like he's finally, he didn't catch in on the big bucks though. He, I think he was like 28 or 27 or something when he came over. So, I mean, maybe he was pinched financially. I mean, someone's got to pay the bills for the Lakeside Cottage. Yeah, and the block's hot, so he's probably going to be chilling in Philadelphia for a little while. Uh, moving on, Nick Kiprios came out today during Hockey Night in Canada and, and said that Nylander should ask for a trade from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, what? Yeah, I just... The reason I wanted to talk about this is because... You're crazy if you don't think, like, the Toronto media and, like, Canadian media, like, it's going to be a fucking whirlwind with this team. Like, it's going to be emotional warfare, and it's just begun. Like, Caprios was the first one to get it going. Like, let's let's start all the fucking beef in Toronto. Like, let's get this team to hate each other. Yeah, I don't – I'm, like, blown away. If you're the Leafs, you don't trade him. No, although it would be kind of frustrating if, like – you're William Nylander, and you're trying to get a contract, and like I think the Leafs are like talking to Mitch Marner, whose contract's like not due in it for like a year. Yeah, <laughs> and and you want to know what the one thing that you and I have, have touched on for a while is they're kind of missing that that defenseman, right? So maybe maybe this is the time you kind of cash in and you go out and you get that guy. Right. Yeah. I mean. I don't know who that guy would be. Like it'd have to be a perfect trade, I would think. I you couldn't just do it just to do it, but. Right, but they have that like they have that like thirty three year old like nerd running their team, so you know he's probably a little bit of a loose cannon. Like he might be the type of guy to try to pull the trigger. So Damn. he's trying to make a name for himself. Can you? Oh, I just I can't wait for Toronto to self implode this year. Five year plan. Um, it's year four, right? I think so. You know what? And I think Toronto's gonna be really good this year. But I just want to state for the record that the Maple Leafs don't have a defenseman. Now that we talk about it. So they're back. I'm back on the five year plan. They have one more year. Next year's their year for sure. Well, they have Morgan Riley. Come on. Yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> next ne- next story. Carolina Hurricanes unveil their third jerseys. It's the Hartford Wolfpack jerseys. I wrote a blog about this. Um. I think the only people that should be allowed to be pumped up about this are Hurricanes fans and Whalers fans. I think if you don't cheer for that team. You just kind of remind me of like that, like sixteen-year-old kid who walks around with a backwards flat rim Hartford Whalers hat, and you know he couldn't name a single person on that team. You mean like Bizdev Dale? Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah, I mean, at, I totally agree with you in that sense, but they are pretty nice jerseys. They're like, sick jerseys. Yeah, I just I don't know. The one thing that kind of bummed me out is like. It's only one game, so I mean, I guess the Hurricanes need to I think they get two. They get two games against the Bruins. They're both against the Bruins? Yeah. Oh, are they wearing them home and away? Uh, I'm not sure. 
That'd be cool, dude. The old Bruins Whalers rivalry that I can get behind that battle in New England. Uh, I don't know, man. It's cool. It's cool. Like I, Justin Williams, probably was like that was probably might have been the biggest moment of his career. He's won Stanley Cups and like scored goals, dude. But like, what are you gonna remember Justin Williams for? I, you know. You said biggest moment. I, I was going to say most awkward moment. Can you imagine yeah, photographing yeah. Justin Williams in a brand new Hartford Wolf or Hartford Whaler fucking jersey with the C on his jersey? Yeah, and he was just like, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm Justin Williams, Mr. Clutch. Like, our, <laughs> all right, man. Uh, they're, no, the jerseys are really cool. I just hate, like, the fake happiness of people. Like, I think they're really cool jerseys. But is anybody going to go out and buy one? That's another thing. If you buy one of those jerseys, do you get somebody on the team now? You get like a past Hartford Whaler player, right? I mean, it's hard. Like, do you really be like want to walk around with a Dougie Hamilton Hartford Whaler jersey? No, but I think there might be a couple players on that team. It might be cool. Like, I I feel like like someone like a cool jersey. Like, it it really doesn't make any sense. But I think Aho is kind of like a cool player and he probably looks sick in those jerseys. I totally get what you're saying. Like, yeah. I don't think I would buy one. Like, and, and you kind of, and you kind of, I don't think that you could go back and get like an old Hartford Whaler player because that's a completely different Jersey, like same setup, but like it doesn't have that authenticity. Yeah. I know what you're saying. And yeah, also I couldn't even name a Hartford Whaler player. I don't think. Like Ron Francis. Other than him. I think there was somebody on the Whalers that fought Wayne Gretzky a couple times. I just don't know his name. The yeah, let's uh, let's let's fucking move on from Whalers talk. Okay, uh, QU. I don't know what that means. All right, next. Is that a typo? All right, uh, moving on. Uh, this is something you put down. Nova Scotia won't name a street after Sidney Crosby until he retires. So what do you, what do you want to talk about with that, dude? <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what I wanted to talk about with this. Um, respect to Nova Scotia. Actually, I take it back. I, I think it's a I I think Nova Scotia like like Nova Scotia's not bending for anybody. Like if this was Cleveland, they would have like made a monument of LeBron by now, but like Nova Scotia, like the streets of Cole Harbor, they're like, you know what, Sydney, like finish your career up and then we can talk about like getting you like a street. I also think one of the corniest things in the world is getting a street named after you, unless you're like a dead president. Um I like I don't know, man. I live out deep in the woods and there's this one road named after like the family who like lives on that road and I think that's such like a big dick move. No, there's a difference between it being like a last name and a difference between it being like David Ortiz. Okay, okay, that's fine. I thought like if what if they named the street like Crosby Way, I think that'd be all right. But if yeah, they dude, name it like Sidney Crosby's office or something, that's if you lived on like Cat Drive. And it was in the middle of nowhere, and there was, like, just trash on the side of the road, and it wasn't Damn, paved dude. well, and people just rode down the middle of the road, and deers were always struck on it. I think that was a cool road. Why dude. does what trash need to like, be on the side of the road, dude? Why do you got to throw shade at me like that? If it was, like, Ked number eight's, like, Memorial Drive, I'd be like, fuck that. Yeah, I think we need to get a Ked road. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fucking sweet. you just sweet. buy a road, or should we just sponsor a road? We should just buy a sign and fucking put it on top of the other sign. <laughs> now run by the morning skate. Yeah. All right, so that was the NHL in the news. There really wasn't that much going on this week, but uh, now we're going to hop into the Pacific Division rundown. Uh, before we started this podcast, uh, listener Seth, shout out to him. That guy's a fucking legend. Was, wasn't too happy with uh, Hal, and uh, Hal tried to do some damage control. 
And then Seth said, I mean, he was talking some serious trash about my hockey scene last podcast. So I think Seth has a serious bone to pick with Hal when we get into the Coyotes, which will be at a later time because we go by the better teams to the not-so-good teams. So without further ado, the first one, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, they're coming in off of a fucking unreal expansion year, make the cup final. Marc-Andre Fleury's the man. We get it. Um, notable additions, Daniel Carr, Nick Holden, Paul Stasny, and Matt Pacioretty. They lost Garrison, Neal, Perron, Spiza, and Stoner. Uh, all right, so we, we kind of touched on this with the Pacioretty trade last, last week's podcast. To me, I mean, it's not really that, like, uh, great of a storyline like everybody's gonna say it but i think this team goes as long as mark andre fleury goes he played fucking sick last year it's gonna be really really hard to repeat what he did last year throughout the course of the season and in the playoffs he was a fucking stud uh if he goes i think vegas goes that's that's he's a that's how it goes wow that was a tough i um i can't say much about vegas as i talk about them every podcast um last week i started to come with to terms and I said, you know what, maybe Vegas can win me over. Um, I We looked over the teams. I immediately remember they signed Nick Holden. And Max Pacioretty's now on their team. And I'm back to hating him. So, um, if they didn't get Pacioretty, would you have been on board again? For, again? No, I don't, I don't or, think No, I for the first time, I'm sorry. Here, how about this one for Seth? I think Arizona will be the better team in the desert this season. I mean, that's just flat out wrong. But I, I respect that that you're going to stick to those guns. But boy, man, that's that's one of the worst ones you've had. I, I mean, they're we'll not going to make the playoffs. We'll see. We will see. Uh, so Vegas doesn't make the playoffs is what you're saying. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> All right. That's cool that you hate them. They make the playoffs easy. Uh, moving on, Anaheim Ducks. Uh, they just lost Corey Perry to a knee injury. He's out five months. But they added Carter Rowney, Luke Shen, and Andre Schuster. They lost Kevin Bieksa, fucking mammoth of a human. Jared Bull, Chimera, Grant, and Antoine Vermette. Oh, no. Antoine Vermette. Dude, how come every single year when the trade deadline comes around, Antoine Vermette's always on the block and always gets, like, a first and third round pick? Because he wins face-offs, dude, and he's like, responsible. What the fuck? I remember a couple years ago, everybody wanted the Rangers to get him, and I was like, shut the fuck up. Uh, what do you have on the Ducks? Losing Corey Perry kind of sucks. He's been a little hot and cold here in the last couple years, I'm pretty sure. Uh, right. John Gibson, Ryan Kessler. I mean, wasn't there just a rumor that Ryan Kessler may never be able to play hockey again? Yeah, can you do me a favor and look up Corey Perry's stats from last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and while I'm doing that, check that out. Or let me know what you think about the Ducks. Thanks, dude. Uh, yeah, so Corey Perry's out. It's time for uh, Terry, that USA kid, to sack up. So, I mean, if he plays well, then I think I think, I think, think Perry's not that hard to replace. Like, I think this Troy Terry kid could come in and easily. What was his numbers? Do you have them? Yep, I have them. So, last year, Corey Perry uh, scored 19 goals, 34 assists for 53 points. The year before that, he had 34 goals. The year before that, 33. So, it's, it seems like... Last year, oh wait, 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 that was two years ago. And then last year, he had 17 goals, 32 assists for 49 points. So the la- last two years, he's dropping. My, the Ducks have to replace 17 goals from last year to be a playoff team. I think I don't think it's that big of a loss. Like they made it to the playoffs last year without his production. They're gonna find. I think Troy Terry can step right into that. Uh, Ricard Raquel is 
one of my favorite players in the league, and I have no idea why. I just think he looks cool. Yeah, he's um, He's good for 30. Um, I I like Gibson. I know I don't. you're sour on Gibson. I just – I can't sleep on the Ducks yet. Like, I think a lot of people, like – people when they talk about, like, the last 10 years will talk about, like, uh, the Blackhawks, the Penguins, uh, the Bruins, the Kings. But, like – after that, it's the Ducks. They've been the most consistent franchise. Ducks and the Rangers. Top, they've been a top five franchise forever, so I'm not ready to sleep on them. A lot of people think they're getting old, but I think Ryan Getzoff leading that way, and if they get some secondary scoring, they're always stacked on D. So I don't know. What do you think about them? I mean, honestly, one of my favorite players in the league is Ryan Getzlav, and it kind of sucks that he plays on the West Coast because I think if he played on the East Coast, he would be a giant name. Like, he still kind of plays that all-time hockey. Yeah. He, you don't fuck with that guy. He'll go with anybody. He fucking goes to the net. I, he's a fucking leader. Like, I he, I don't know. I love that guy. Um, Raquel's really good. But for some reason, man, I always feel like their depth isn't that good. Like you said, like, I'm not a big Gibson guy. He seems to fall apart. Uh, every year, people say Cam Fowler should win the Norris. No. Like, I, I just, I don't know. Uh, I'm never really that sold. They'll probably make the playoffs like they always do, but... I think they're just they're gonna be like the Rangers. They fucking keep making the playoffs and just nothing ever happens. Except for they make the playoffs and the Rangers miss them. I mean the Rangers were pretty good for the last however many years. Right, I know what you're saying, but I I just didn't want people to take a comparison that they're at the same place right now because I think the Ducks are better than the Rangers. Oh right yeah, 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 no, 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 for sure. But I think over the I last f- few years, I think they're a very like comparable team. Yeah, no, for sure. I just think. Like, when I watch, like, when the Bruins do their West Coast swing, always one of the scariest games to me for some reason is the Ducks. Like, when you're in that Honda Center, like, the orange lights are flashing and shit. They have their ugly jerseys on. And, like, there's a bunch of, like, hot people in the crowd. Like, I find it one of the more intimidating rinks to play in, in a weird way. Anaheim, dude. Anaheim. And they have the jerseys back this year. Don't yeah. count that out. They I, they make the playoffs, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, maybe they go on a run. You'll never know. Okay, that's fair. I don't think a lot of people are taking him for the playoffs. So. Yeah, I do like that Josh Manson kid, though. He's, he's fucking tough. Uh, San Jose Sharks. I mean, they added Eric Carlson. They lost Bodker, Fear, Hanson, Martin, and Joel Ward. Oh, no. Uh, they re-signed Evander Kane, so they have Couture, Kane, Hurdle. Jumbo Joe's going to be healthy this year. Joe Pavelski's always good for fucking 25, 30 goals. Um, I mean... This is kind of my team to beat, I think. I don't know if many teams are going to be able to. Yeah, I I, I mean, I'll say... So my thing with the Sharks is I, I kind of think it kind of comes down to how it plays out down the middle. Dude, I, I love Joe Thorin, and, like, I want nothing more than Joe Thorin to win a cup. Like, I will I will 100% root for that if that storyline breaks out. I think, too, like, the wild ride. Think about Thorin celebrating the cup. Fuck the Capitals, like... I, I just I can't imagine that guy winning the cup. I think that'd be one of the coolest stories. But if Thornton gets injured, I know Pavelski can slide over and so can Hurdle. Like you look at their bottom two lines, like Don Skoy, I actually love Don Skoy. Who's that one guy? Was it Sorensen or something like that? Yeah, they have like Sorensen and Melker Carlson on the fourth line. They have cool depth players. They do, but at the same time, like I don't know if I, – I feel like they carry them sometimes in the regular season or in the playoffs. I just – it never seems like their four lines can put it together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah but I don't I don't know, man. I love the fucking way the Sharks play. I think they play fucking really tough, but they're super offensive. And Martin Jones is a pretty fucking good goalie. 
And and now, and I, I mean, I'm sure one of them is going to be paired with another one of these, but if they don't pair these three defensemen together at any time during the course of a game, one of Brent Burns, Mark Edward Vlasic, and Eric Carlson is going to be on the ice. Like, that's fucking tough. Yeah, and Brendan Dillon's going to be giving guys nuggies in the corner. Are you a Brendan Dillon guy? Yeah, I like Brendan Dillon. I, I actually I actually like Justin Braun, too. Their defense sick. I don't really know much about Joe Kim Ryan. People are, like, high on him. Um... And I think I think he's supposed to play with one of their best defensemen. It's either Burns or I think it's Burns, right? Isn't that the kid who plays with Burns? I so, have no idea. Um, I'm not really that. I don't know much about that kid, but yeah, it's probably the best team in the West. Yeah, uh, I, I would argue he, in the league, depending, especially if Joe Thorne comes back and has a good year too, on top of just like coming back, but he fucking puts up 60, 70 points. Like that'll yeah. be tough to compete. And then who that you have him? Couture's a center, right? Yeah. I never know how to say his last name. Couture. Couture. I don't know. And I think Thomas Hurdle's a center too. So the, and Joe Pavelski I think can play the middle if he needs to. I don't know. They're a good fucking team. Okay, now we're gonna move on to the LA Kings. Uh they picked up Peter Budai and Ilya Kovalchuk. They lost uh Andreoff, Folin, Gravel, Mitchell, and Tobias Reeder. We saw the breakaway goal this offseason from Kovalchuk. He still had that oh shit type stuff to him. Uh they're old, but Jeff Carter's always good. Anze Kopitar is one of the best players in the league. Just like Getzlaff, he played on the East Coast, so he would have way more uh, limelight, which is weird because he's in L.A. But uh, Drew Doughty's awesome. I mean, what, what do you have on the Kings? I, I think our knock with them is that, that they're old. Yeah, I every time I watch a Kings game and then they say that John Stevens is the coach, I get so rattled. I always think it's fucking Suter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm always waiting for that grumpy old guy's face to come up on the screen. Mm-hmm. That dude looked like he was like 95 years old, and I don't think I ever saw him smile. So He looks um, like one of like the Muppets. Yeah, yeah, he looked like fucking something else. So um, That's weird to me. Dustin Brown had a resurrection. Um, you still have a couple of good years left with Kopitar. I mean, I would think you can say the knock is definitely that they're old. I mean, guys like Toffoli. Toffoli's entering the prime of his career. He's like 26. Um Dowdy still has it, so I, 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 this team could either go on a run or miss the playoffs completely, and it, neither would surprise me. Yeah, and they're always a team that when they're on, it's kind of scary to play against because you're just like, fuck, the LA Kings are back. And it's happened a couple yeah. times over the last couple years when they play the Rangers, and like they would come in and Andre Kopitar would just be fucking wheeling, and it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Right. Do you still get flashbacks from that fucking series with Yeah, them? man, that was fucking terrible. I still... Th- it was bad puck luck, dude. I know they lost in fucking, what was it, five games. But, I mean, a couple of them were overtime goals. Henrik Lundqvist got ran over. There were a shit ton of posts. I mean, they they weren't the they weren't the better team. I think the Kings were probably the better team. But, fuck, man, that, that series could have been had. And, yeah, so whenever we play the Kings, I'm always fucking rattled. I really hope that's the not the closest I get to a cop because... That would be fucking brutal. I can't wait. That's got to be such a good feeling, and you're so lucky that the Bruins won a couple times, so that has to be, like, the fucking best feeling in the world when your team wins a cup. They won once, but, yeah, it was it was good, dude. I, I remember picking pumped. you up outside your house. Yeah, I was pumped. Fuck, man. All right. Yeah, so, Kings, do they make the playoffs? Uh, damn, they're, like, right there for me. I'm going to say... I'm going to say no, but I'm going to say they just missed the playoffs. And if they make the playoffs, I... I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on, Calgary Flames. I was telling Hal that if I 
could have a second Western Conference team, it would be the Flames, but I'm a Jets guy. But uh, they added Austin Zarnick, Noah Hannafin, Elias Lindholm, James Real Deal, Neil, Derek Ryan, and they lost Barkowski, Brower, Furland, Glass, Hamilton, Yager, Stajan, Stewart, and Versteeg. Uh, I'm kind of in on this team. I don't know why. Their goalie's Mike Smith, right? Yeah, that would probably be the reason to be out. Yeah, that's kind of a rough look. Oh, dude, when's the last time the Flames had a good goalie? Was it Kiprasov? Yeah, for years. He was I sick. Just, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm right there. They give me weird feelings. I think they made a lot of good moves. Like, if you just, like, look at the players they lost, that's huge additions. Like, Matt Stajan's finally, I think he signed in Germany, dude. Like, I can't believe Matt Stajan was still in the NHL. They lost Dougie Hamilton. Yarmir Yager, the 85-year-old, Versteeg, Barkowski, Troy Brower, Tanner Glass. Like, listen to those names. All yeah. they, they cut the fat. They took the trash out. Um, I don't know. I think I think they did a good job retooling, and all they did by retooling was really just drop guys. I think Mike Smith's obviously a tough look, but they have something there. I still think they're a piece or two away, but I, I think in a year – I think they're one year off from really making a strong push if they can find goaltending. Yeah, I it, and I, out of all the third jerseys that came out, for some reason, I think the Calgary Flames have like one of the sickest third jerseys. Yeah, no, I like the Flames jerseys for sure. I mean, Johnny Gaudreau is nasty. Uh, I, I, they're gonna they're gonna be good. I think I think James Neal will be good. I love their rink. Their rink's fucking sick, man. If I, if I could have played for any Canadian team in the NHL, I'd probably play for Calgary. Hannafin. Yeah, they're a good team, dude. I don't fuck. Right. What's next? What do we got next, dude? The, Ed, the Ed, Edmonton Oilers uh, add Kyle Brodziak, Kevin Gravel, Gravel, Tobias Reeder, and they lost Laurent Brassoir, uh, Mike Camilleri, Mark Fain, and Eric Griba. I mean, what, what a drop-off in one year, man. They were so fucking good two years ago. And they made that run in the playoffs, and like everybody knew Connor McDavid. But it was like Leon Dreisaitl's coming out party. And I remember watching him and being like, fuck, I wish he was on the Rangers. They had a sick year. Cam Talbot played good. Like, it was a good run. And then the next year, they just fucking blew it. Like, what do you think happened there? Peter Chiarelli, probably. I don't know. I, I agree with what you're saying. They definitely fell off. I think anytime you add a Strom, that's a questionable decision. Um, Is that the most overhyped family, overhyped hockey family of all time? Yes, yeah, is the guy who loves Stahl. Well, yeah, but Eric Stahl used to score 40 goals regularly. Jordan Stahl was pretty good. Mark Stahl, I don't think, was ever that good. But, like, are any of the Stroms good? No, but they're always on the cusp. Like, seriously, how much longer do I have to hear about, no, this could be Stroms' breakout year, he's still developing? Like, it seems like every year there's a new one, and it's the same fucking story. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think, I don't know, man, I... I think this team's so poorly constructed, and I think they've made so many bad decisions. And I, I still I still can't fathom that they knew they had Connor McDavid and they gave Peter Trelli the fucking bus to drive. Like, just a wild move. Cause was he good if, for Boston? I mean, he won us a cup, dude. But, like, he won us a cup with players he didn't draft. He signed Chara and Savard, so he made some good decisions. But, I mean, he traded away all our young players, too, at the same time. So, I just... I don't know, man. I, I Connor McDavid, like I feel like he can lead a team to the playoffs. Like Sidney Crosby's teams got to the playoffs pretty quick. Like, like either 
either the Oilers are really just building a terrible team or McDavid has to, like, fucking carry them. Like, do you know what I mean? I just feel like they should be in the playoffs. I feel like this team should be in the playoffs. I don't care how bad the rest of their team is. McDavid is the best or the second best player in the world right now, depending on how you look at it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and they have Drysaito, Lucic, but you know, I'm I'm trying to fucking name guys: Talbot, Nurse. Like, they don't have that many guys on their team. Where I oh, Nugent Hopkins. Like, Darnell, dude. Do you think? Do you think that uh, Talbot will come back this year? Dude, I think Talbot's a fucking really good goalie. I don't know what happened with him last year either. Like, when he was a Rangers backup, he was sick. And this first year in Edmonton, where he was a starter, it was like, holy fuck! They like they found they found they finally found a goalie. And then last year, I don't know, man. Last year was a weird year for Oilers fans. Like, if I was an Oilers fan coming off that high of being in the playoffs, and the next year just shitting the bed, I don't know how I'd feel. All right. So I mean, we'll see. I'm gonna say they make the playoffs after everything we just said. I don't know why. But I'm okay. going to believe that McDavid will get him a wild card spot. I'm all right with you saying that. I and I, I think, think that's really just, good for the game. Yeah, I just want to see him in the playoffs. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, and then in the playoffs, you never know what the fuck's going to happen. So, last team, the Vancouver Canucks. They added Jay Beagle, Tanner Carroll, Antoine Roussel, Whoa. and Tim Schaller. What? Talk about disrespecting Seth from fucking Arizona. You forgot about the Yotes. Oh, second to last oh no, second to last. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry, Seth. Uh, so that's who they added. They subtracted Michael Chaput, Chapeau, I don't know, Nick Dowd, UC Jokinen, and the Sedin brothers finally called it quits. Um, Besser's fucking sick. Horvat's good. They have a, a 20-year-old guy, Ole Julevi, I don't know, from Finland. Yep, who's who's going to play this year? I mean, another goaltending question mark in the league. Wow, you know what, dude? After doing all these, like, previews and shit, I thought, like, pretty much every NHL team had, like, one goalie. There's a ton of teams that, like, don't have one goalie. Right. That that must suck as a fucking fan. That's out of blow. Um, I mean, what do you, what do you have on these guys? I think yeah. they, I, did Peterson make the team? Yeah, I think so. I mean, so Peterson, Besser, that Ollie kid, they have another doll and not the good one. Bo Horvat, like, those are good prospects, and I'll stick to that. I think that's, like, a really good young group. I don't think they have it this year. I think I think if they get another top five pick and he pans out, then I think they'd be dangerous for sure. They obviously need a goalie, too. Um, I don't know. The one thing, and I kind of trash some of these signings. I'm not a Jay Beagle guy. Fucking AJ. Uh, Tim Tim Schaller got paid a lot of money. Antoine Roussel got paid a lot of money. I don't think it's the worst idea to just have that as a fourth line with all these young kids running around. You're not going to win a ton of games, but at least you have a fourth line that will compete every night. Yeah. So I don't I don't really hate the team. Oh, and if you think about it too, they got Roussel and Tim Schaller, and they got rid of like. Uh, Juicy Jokinen and the Sedin brothers, like, locker room's going to be a little more nails than it was last year. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I feel like Juicy Jokinen is, like, the most fake nails person ever. Dude, I think like, Jokinen, so do you remember when Juicy Jokinen was, like, it was, like, Juicy Jokinen, like, the shootout specialist. Dude. Like, watch this guy. Fucking I fucking death. hated that guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did, too. Especially when it was on the Penguins. Um... I, can you name anybody on on this like defense for the Canucks? Matt Benning's a kid the Bruins cut. He's on their team. Ben Hutton played at U Maine. He's an all right player. 
Gabranson, who they traded like a ton for. Uh, Is Delzato there? Yeah, Delzato's still in the NHL. Um, a lot of failing defensemen who didn't weren't able to really make their mark. Okay. Well. Yep. So they, I don't think they make the playoffs. And now, now, we're, now we're gonna move on to our last team. Uh, this is for you, Seth. The Arizona Coyotes. They picked up Alex Galchenyuk, Michael Grabner, Vinny Hinestroza, and Jordan Westerley. They lost Max Domi, Jordan Martunic, uh, Zach Ronaldo, and Luke Shen. All right. Uh, oh, they of course they have a Strom on their team. Clayton Keller's really good. Um, Christian, Javor- Christian Dvorak. I don't know much about him, but I remember when he was coming up, people thought he was going to be fucking nasty. Uh, Derek Stepan's bald. Richard Larson Krause is big. Yep, Oliver Ekman Larson, good defenseman. I love Nicholas Jarmelson. I think he's sick. Uh, Jason Demers, Alex Goligoski sucks. Uh, 20-year-old Jacob Chitron, who's supposed to be pretty fucking good. I think Antti Ranta's sick. Their jerseys are good, man. Like, maybe they'll be a little bit better than what I I thought they were originally going to be. Yeah, I think, I mean, and this is going to be such a generic statement. It comes down to if their young guys can perform. It's a lot like New Jersey. They have a lot of, like, high picks and stuff, but, like, they have to, like, show me the money. Show me that you that you are going to be a great player. Um, if they do, they'll succeed. I I don't think they're going to be a terrible team. I don't. I still don't think they're a playoff team. I think, they, I think the organization thinks that they're pushing towards, like, being contenders. I don't see it there yet, but I think they – I don't know. They've got, like, six legendary Hall of Famers just taking up cap space. Like, are they really going to make a run? Yeah, I mean – Derek Stepan's your leader over there. I don't Ekman Larson. I like Michael Grabner a lot. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see how what type of year Alex Galchenyuk has. I think now being out of Montreal. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Galchenyuk just starts going off now. Would you? Yeah, I could see that. I mean I could see that. Is he I think people said he might be slated to play with Keller. Like if he's like obviously that could be a free game. I think we talked about this one that happened months ago. Like no pressure in the world. He went from Montreal to Arizona. Like enjoy the weather, dude. Like the media is not going to be following you. Paparazzi's not going to say that you were out partying at 3am with the Kostitsen brothers. Where the <laughs> fuck? I, I just like, I, it's going to be a good situation for him. So hopefully it works out. Yeah. I mean, I'm rooting for him. Yeah, I am too. I, Seth, we appreciate you being a day one follower of us. So, uh, go, go Yotes. We are now gonna, now that that's wrapped up, we're gonna move on. We're gonna go into our, uh, Twitter questions. Yeah. Trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Okay. So we have one Twitter question this week. What's your dream starting lineup? Any era, any player. So why don't we take it by goalies first? Uh, Dominic Koshik. Fucking love that guy. Yeah, I was going to say the Dominator, too, but <sighs> you took him, so... Maybe Arches Urbe, dude? <laughs> no, I wouldn't go Arches Urbe. I'm trying to... Ol- I could see Olaf Kolzig backstopping your team. Yeah, I like Oli the goalie. I'll go with Kolzig. Oh, you want to know what? Here. No, I'll give you Hashik. I'm going to take Curtis Joseph. How come you're not taking Mike Richter, dude? I thought all he did was one chance. I liked Mike Richter, but we named our first dog after Curtis Joseph. Alright, that's fair, dude. I have a dominator guy, so I didn't have any other answer. I do like Rick. I do you know I love Richter, American goalie. Uh defenseman. I am gonna go with uh Brian Leach and Dale Pearson. 
right? I'm going to actually do what I actually think. So I got Dominator. I'm not going to say Bobby Orr because he played in like the 60s. Well, are we are we trying to construct like an awesome team or just like people you would want on your team? It's up to, it's up to you, dude. Okay, Because, right, 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 right. I mean, clearly fucking Dale Puritan would not be there. I mean, my number one D is Chris Pronger. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go Pronger, and I was thinking Bork, but I'm going to go Pronger-Stevens. Uh, in the prime of their career, just hunting heads. That's that's rough. Uh, now for forwards, fuck man. Uh, Pavel Bore, I loved Pavel Bore. He was sick. The Russian Rocket. Fortunately, when he got to the Rangers, he wasn't really all that great anymore. Um, I mean, what what winger would you want? Because I don't know Paul, if I can name all three on the spot. Paul Correa. He's my he's my goal scorer. He's my. I mean, he's got. He, He's got Pronger and Stevens on the ice. Korea is invincible. No one else is going to give him a concussion. So, I like that. Uh, my center is going to be. It's got to be Scott Mellonby. Oh no, no no no! I take that back. I take that. I'm going to go Mark Messier in the middle. That guy was a fucking absolute savage. Yeah, I mean that's not that's not a bad pick, dude. Down the middle, man. If I had to go with any player center that I've seen, it'd be Stevie Y. Um, not even a big Stevie Y guy, but I'm just thinking about my 90s lineup right now and fucking getting pumped. <laughs> I'm shocked you didn't pick Bergeron. Yeah, I can't. It would have been too cliche, dude. I'm trying to fucking branch out. All right, well, I'm going to stick to cliche because my last four would be Matt Zuccarello, favorite player of all time. Yeah, all right, dude. My team just dummies your team. I don't I think so, dude. Work. I'm fucking tough. I got skill. I have Mark Messi and Brian Leach. With fucking Cujo in that, the the only liability is Dale Puritan. You know he's gonna hurt one of your guys. I'll never forget the first fucking Rangers game I went to. The Rangers lost to the Penguins seven to two, but the game was not even like eighteen seconds into the game, and Dale Puritan got a match penalty for spearing somebody on the Penguins. Well, there it is, dude. So I'm gonna have to counter. Just a I'm gonna say the guy who who would probably get his ass kicked by him. I'm gonna go Bruins Hardo right now. Answer Terry O'Reilly on the left wing. <laughs> Shout out to Charlie Eusis, who will never fail to tell you the story about the time his brother, uh, what did he do? He, like, hit him? Hit Terry O'Reilly in, like, a uh, alumni game or some shit, and then when they were shaking hands, they are like, yeah, you probably shouldn't shake his hand. Oh, I mean, O'Reilly probably still wants to kill him, so. Yeah. Good right. lineups, dude. Good, good lineups. Line. That's a good question, too. And we didn't even write anything that anything down. That just kind of came off the spot, so. Shout out. Good question. Next one, Patty B. Hotline. Hey, this is the Patty B. Hotline, brought to you by the Morning Skate. All right, Patty B. called in. Let's see if he brings the heat. Hey, guys, Patty B. here. So, any um, third jerseys you guys caught by surprise or dumping or uh, pretty interested in this year? Or um, any guesses for any upcoming jerseys? But right away, teams? All right, later, guys. Bye. All right, Pat. Come on, man. Like, what What did you have on the tone of that call? I fell asleep. Like, what? He's just sending me all sorts of mixed signals right now because he fucking, what did he tweet? Oh, give me a second. He tweeted Greek fucking underground gay porn hard at me earlier today in all caps, and I was like, fuck, we're going to have a sick voicemail. And then he brings that. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that tweet. I didn't know. He, uh, I asked uh, Bizdev Dale about it, and he said it was a quote from Goon. There we go. Make I'm feel going to Bizdev Dale wouldn't know that quote. I'm gonna say I hope they come out with a gritty like hack and a dart jersey. Who? The Flyers. Oh wow! 
That'd be that'd be something. I want to see a Lady Liberty jersey. I miss those fucking jerseys, man. I don't think we'll ever see one again, but I was a huge fan of those. Uh, good question, Pat. Bring, bring the heat a little bit better next time. Come on, man. We're giving you so many fucking opportunities. You have your own hotline. You know what I'm saying? Hal, am I asking too much? You know, I've been dogging them, dude. I told you we should take it away. Yeah. If all we need is one person <laughs> to, just, to, just say, to just say, I can bring the hotline better. Pat, you could be calling into someone else's hotline before you know it. So. Damn. All right, well, if you guys get a chance, call 518-309-2595. That's 518-309-2595. Uh, moving on, we are now going to get into our uh, least Stepniak's Heroes and Zeros brought to you by Laga Sports. How do you augment that young group with a veteran player that brings stability, adds a little scoring punch, and has been around the block to make a difference? Tonight's focus is on that guy, number 21, Lee Stempniak. All right, we're back. Here we go. Uh, hero and zero time. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You can go, dude. All right, so I don't know. When you watch the Bruins play, are they ever, like, blacked out? In the preseason, yeah. I mean... I, I just don't get it. The Rangers played the Islanders the other night. This is my zero my week. And it was blacked out on MSG. Like, both teams that play on the MSG network, it was blacked out on. What the fuck is going on there? I don't know, dude. They probably just... What I don't the understand fuck? how any of that shit works. Like, I feel like... What, were they still calling the game? No. The game was not on TV. And it was the Rangers versus the Islanders. Oh. How the fuck does that happen? No one cares. Fuck you, dude. I cared. I waited all fucking day. I hate the Islanders, and they weren't even on goddamn TV. Who won? Islanders. <laughs> Thank God, dude. You would have jumped off a cliff. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, that does suck. I mean, I... Like, what I the tried. fuck, man? It's hockey. It's almost hockey season. You can't just fucking do that. And another thing, there's no pregame show. Do you guys have a pregame show for preseason? I, I've never made it. I don't tune in for the... I don't think so. You don't, don't watch... Think... You don't. You never watch pregame? Not for preseason. I've never even tried to watch for a preseason. All right. Well, I don't know. I would like to learn a little bit more about the fucking prospects. And, uh, I don't know. What, what's your, sorry, I'm, that just really pissed me off. What, what's your zero of the week? Walking boots. Tory Krug is in a walking boot. Uh, walking boots scare me. That's pretty much all I got on that. Do you like walking boots? What do you think? Like, Dude, nobody wants to see somebody on their team in a walking boot, dude. That's a terrible fucking thing to see. It's a nightmare, dude. Yeah, because you have no idea how long that's going to go for. No, it's literally the biggest mystery in the fucking world. And the last time he was in a walking boot, he ended up having surgery. So it's like, oh, he's back in the fucking boot. Yeah. Like, where's Tori's boot? Go get it in the corner. <laughs> fucking pop her back on. Yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. It, oh, you have another hero. Okay, so I'm going to go to my hero. Uh, Company 39, Joey Diamond, a, a friend of Papa's, Morning Skate Papa. Uh, started this company called Company 39, and what they do is they, they do, like, I don't know, they, they show the uh, game of hockey from, like, a mental aspect, and the first documentary they came out with was with uh, Joe Pavelski, and it was fucking sick, and they're going to come on the podcast and going to talk about it soon, but if you guys get a chance, check that out. It's Company 39, and they have some really cool shit over there, so the Hero of the Week goes to them. So who's your Hero of the Week? Hell yeah, dude. 39, Matt Bolesky, love it. Um, I, I'm gonna, I was going to do, I'm just going to make mention of this because I already talked Bruins. Uh, Quaters, a first-line defenseman with Brady Shea. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm not going to bore everyone with how awesome I think that is because we talk a lot of Bruins right here. So I'm going to go Hero of the Week. Zadina, 
out in Detroit. Um, he's starting the year out in Grand Rapids in the AHL. So he didn't make the wrong. squad. No, prove me wrong in the AHL, pal. Time for it. He did score a goal against the Bruins the other day, but um, he needs to prove me wrong. He's just writing the narrative. I love it. He's keep making me. He's trying to prove everyone wrong. I honestly think he'll be in Detroit by the end of the season. How long do you think he's down in the AHL? Dude, I don't think long. I think he's going to fucking kill it down there and then move him up. He's good, isn't he? Yeah, but it, the thing is, though, dude, it is Detroit, dude. If there's one organization that doesn't like to rush their players, it's Detroit. Yeah. So, so here's here's my thing about Detroit. They drafted so well for years, right? And they were just like perennial like powerhouse teams. I mean, if I'm a Detroit fan, am I really that confident about our core right now? No, not at all. You know what I'm saying? Like... It's been – everybody talks about how they draft great and all this shit, and I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm convinced on that team. I don't think anybody is, dude. But I – so, I mean, I thought Zadina was going to step in. I thought that he was going to be an exception. I mean, Larkin made it really young, but we'll see. We'll see what, what happens in Detroit. Was Dylan Larkin the one who's like, fucking – isn't there, like, YouTube videos of him, like, playing street hockey or some shit? In his basement, D-Money? Yeah, D, that's what it is. Okay. All right, uh, moving on. Last segment, three stars. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. All right, three stars of the week. Came up with this one. I saw that Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid were both in the GQ magazine, sporing like some sweet sweaters and like popped collars and shit. So what we're going to do, our three stars are top three NHL players, analysts, and one pass player that we would want to see in GQ. Uh, my third star goes to, it's got to go Racco Gudis. I, I think he would be very overwhelmed, but I don't think GQ's ever seen a bad boy like Racco Gudis. Uh, I don't know. What, what Would you be pumped to see Racco Gudis like, modeling some shit? Yeah, as long as he had a big gold chain on. Has to. Uh, as long has as he's wearing a chain. You got to think he probably has sunglasses on in every photo, too. I could get behind that for sure. Yes. All right. Who's your third star? Uh, John Tortorella wearing a turtleneck, like fucking cuddling up with some pups. <laughs> Does he have glasses on? Yes. He has his, he has his reading glasses on. <laughs> yes, like the small ones, right? Yeah, but at the same time, he's probably on a ranch, and there's a huge like American flag in the back, and like and a fucking stallion. Yeah, by and his him. turtleneck's definitely tucked in. He's got a sick belt on. Oh, belt buckle, yes. <laughs> yes, dude, 100%. LL Bean catalog, except for GQ edition. <laughs> uh, that, that's a great third star. My second star, uh, Mike Milbury. I picture this GQ shoe all black and white, and Mike just looking like super depressed, and it's going to say, Mike Milbury, Mr. Misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> did, I, did I nail that or no? I can see him like giving like puppy dog eyes, maybe. Um, yeah, dude. Like people know me for my rough exterior, but this is who I really am. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. I think, um, I think that would definitely like with a like a I don't know what it's called, like a Players Tribune fucking article underneath it, talking about like how he like loves the environment and like how he's really trying to give back to the community. Mister Misunderstood, dude. Yeah. Like maybe an apology letter to the fucking 12-year-old kid that he beat the shit out of? Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, Allegedly. I don't know if that actually happened. Something Didn't something like that happen? You're tossing out a lot of allegedly's. Yeah, I don't I don't remember exactly what something happened. He like grabbed that. somebody he wasn't supposed to. Yeah. Um, my second star of the week, um, I thought 
just because he's got like the fro and like the weird look, like Jack Eichel. I'm not talking GQ though. I was thinking like Banana Republic, uh, maybe Tommy Hilfinger uh, modeling some like new jeans or some shit. Definitely, definitely like uh, eyes on. Yeah, yeah, like at uh, like like coming to your nearest Coles, like yeah. Jack Eichel's like the Jack Eichel edition. Yeah, holy <laughs> fuck, man! Just There's like, like seven dollar polos that you like wear golfing one time and spill spill beer on and then throw out. Yeah, like the fucking like the six dollar Sonoma fucking V neck T shirts that are like stretchy, and like a nice <laughs> pair of cargo shorts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a good start. Uh, d- d- like I feel like this three stars has been one of the funnier ones that we've done. Yeah, well, so far, whoa, right? dude, your number, your number one star, dude. This is the second time he's been mentioned. Well, I mentioned him the first time, and I was like, "Fuck," because I had him lined up for my three star, so I took it back. I need, I would love to see Scott Mellon be in a fucking GQ shoot, dude. Like, not a modern one, a GQ shoot from like when he was playing, and like, I, I'm pretty sure, like, his shoulders, like, he'd be in a suit. He, he would kind of, he'd probably look like somebody you would, you would see in a JC Penny catalog of, in the '90s. Do you get that vibe yeah, from him? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. The thing with Scott Mellonby is he could clearly probably be in G. I mean, he could do that, but at the same time, I could see Scott Mellonby having like uh, kind of like Brett Favre with a Wrangler, um, a kind of a contract like that per se. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes, yeah, I could see that. Um, dude, do, have you ever seen NCIS New Orleans or no? <laughs> no, just no. To go with it. Go with it. Okay, have you ever seen Major League Back to the Minors? Yeah, you're making a lot of crappy references. But well, yes. do you know you know that movie, Major League Back to the Miners? Yes. Do you know the manager in that movie? Yeah. He reminds me of Scott Mellonby. I don't know his fucking name, but like that's who Scott Mellonby is. Yeah. I think his name in that movie that. is like Gus Cantrell or something like that. Like that's Scott Mellonby. Wow. Well, that's Na- yeah, that was a little bit better of a reference than you gave me your credit for originally. <laughs> That's talking Mellonby. Yeah, hell fun. yeah. Um, my number one, I was going to say Vinny Prosper, but I switched it up. I'm going to go with a different Vinny. I'm going to say Vinny LeCavalier. Um, I can see him like in like some leopard print, like maybe on like a really nice rug, like fucking sprawled out. Um, just like French, just Quebec all over him, just dripping. He probably has like one of those long cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, dude. Or he like has like a pipe or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, he's got like dr- he just has like dress socks on and like a robe. Yeah. I. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing more than that. Like that's what it is. I'm gonna have one honorable mention though. I think Sean Thornton would be fucking sick in GQ because he he would be like the uh, he'd wear one of those newsboy hats. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, yeah, he would. He would be. He would fucking go all super, Mister Boston. Oh yeah, he probably would. He'd look like a guy in, in fucking Peaky Blinders. Yeah, he'd be. Yeah, he would try to look like he was in Whitey Bulger's crew. Yes, and that that'd be a, that'd be an entertaining shoot. True, it's a good one, dude. Um, yeah, that was a good three stars. I I read a I read a six ten article by the way on Barstool about the Rangers, and one of the one the second top comment was Kevin Hayes' dad got his ass kicked by Whitey Bulger. It's like, oh, that's aggressive. Yeah, it's true, dude. People forget. Well, yeah. people don't forget, clearly. Yeah. Holy fuck, man. That had to have been scary as shit. But. All right, so that's the podcast this week. Hal, do you have anything? I mean, hockey, hockey's going to start, dude. Next week, we're going to have some uh, NHL games oh. under our belt. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, it's gonna be sick, dude. I didn't even realize it. It actually just hit me today. I saw I saw it was like the Bruins are playing the Capitals on Wednesday. I was like, Oh my god, like it's happening. So yeah. hockey's back. I can't fucking wait. It's gonna be awesome. Um so yeah guys, check it out and we will see you guys next week. Yeah.